Mitch McCown and Shannon. Under normal circumstances, I think if in the now what second week of March, I told people that Bob Ryan was going to be a guest with us, I think people would assume that a significant portion of the conversation would would revolve around baseball. And the starting four for the Red Sox. Well, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm going to guess we're probably not going to mention baseball uh, in this conversation. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to jinx it then. So well, I want to, I want to win that bet. Um, I don't know what you're going to talk about. We've tried talking <laughs> about baseball at this time of year. And then uh, we, you know, we've gone down the, well, they well, met again today, Bob, they met again today. Didn't yeah, last very long, but they met again today. Well, they are, they're arguing about something, but they're not playing games. And all they're doing is canceling more of the regular season. Oh, hey, no, you know what they said today, though? You know what Major League Baseball said today? If we come to an agreement, we can play 162. Well, hold on. They just canceled. They, the they already canceled two no, weeks. No, they've, they're, they're, they're waving that one in front of the players again. You know, full pay, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, well, um, I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. Uh, let's get on with the conversation. Bob Ryan of the Boston Globe. A lot of basketball, I assume. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. McCown and Shannon back uh, with you. I, I was going to say it's we're, we're at that time of year where you really start evaluating um, in hockey and in basketball, particularly where teams are and who really is a contender, et cetera, et cetera. And I mean, the truth of the matter is we do that all season long. Fans do that from beginning to end, but there's a real emphasis on it now. And the one thing I, I guess we're starting to come to realize in the, uh, in the NBA is um, there may be one team that everybody kind of agrees on as a legitimate title contender, but I'm not so sure that there are two, there might be 10. Mm -hmm. Bob Ryan uh, uh, of the Boston Globe joins us to talk a little bit about it. I mean, take take the Phoenix Suns out of the mix right now, Mr. Ryan. And I'm not sure who the number two team actually is. Uh, for, for most of the season, we would have said Golden State. And then a bunch of teams in the East. I, I don't even know if we can say that now, can we? This presupposes that Chris Paul will be ready to go. Um, and, and 100%. And this has been his history. He has never won a championship in part because he's never been at times when he's been in certain good circumstances, he's been hurt and he's hurt again. It's no fault of his own. This, uh, it broke, it did whatever he did to his thumb. But anyway, they were, they, they had a seven, at one point I know earlier this week, they were seven games clear of the next best record in the league. And they've hit a little bump because they don't have him now. Um, and, um, I, it, quite frankly, uh, to answer your question, if you would put that proverbial uh, invisible Luger to my head, said pick a team, uh, I'd say Milwaukee. I still pick Milwaukee. Uh, I, I, it's the combo is, is at the peak of his powers. Middleton's coming off a 44-point game. They've got Holiday. What they don't have is Brooke Lopez. Whether they'll have him or not, I have absolutely no idea. And, and, and with him, I would say there wouldn't be um, any doubt in my mind, but, but there is doubt. Um, the East is, is – cluttered with oh, pretty good teams at the top, but not, you know, no historically great. No, and we got two of them, uh, Bob and John, two of them that are dependent on, on, on you know, great circumstance of, of, of availability. One is Brooklyn with this crazy Kyrie Irving situation, which is yet to be resolved about when and where he can play. And B, and of course, in the, in the Ben Simmons thing, and uh, and then in Philadelphia, of course, uh, uh, the whole thing playing out there properly. So um, don't sleep <laughs> on Miami. I'd say that. And you know, sneaking up on the rail. I'm not saying the Celtics are contenders, but they are legitimate contenders. They're they're at least one good player short of that. But they'll be the proverbial tough out if they continue to play the way they are playing now. Well, they're hot as a pistol. There's no doubt, no doubt about, about that. But I mean, look at two what two weeks ago we probably would have put Chicago in that in yeah, that yeah. cluster, and and they faded. And I think Brooklyn is an intriguing story. Everybody continues to want to talk about Brooklyn, and understandably, because theoretically they should be among the best teams in the NBA. But they've been in free fall essentially for a long period of time, 
and they might not even make the playoffs, for God's sake. Well, they're, you know, they're in that nebulous play-in status right now. They, they are under 500. Um, and yet, you know that if you, or have the, you could, if you draw them, and if the New York City vaccine mandate has been lifted, now, for those who don't know this current status of it, cur- um, the Mayor uh, Adams, a professed Nets fan who has publicly stated he wants to see Kyrie in the lineup, and would like to have the vaccine mandate lifted, can't do it unilaterally. I don't quite understand how many hoops have to be jumped through and and who has to, you know, spin them for him to get it done. But if it isn't done, they're going to be in a position of, of quite frankly, of probably wanting to play every game on the road (laughs) that they can. So they can have- Unless they play Toronto. (laughs) Unless they play Toronto. (laughs) Because he can't cross the border, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's that's an unusual- not only is that unusual, I think we can safely use the word unprecedented situation in yeah. all of North American sport. I can't think of an analogous personnel availability situation. Can you guys? I can't. No. Nothing. Never been anything like it. Okay. So that's the big what. Uh, what the big what if there? Not to mention, at at best, Ben Simmons would have 10, 12 games to get with it before the playoffs. If if he's back when they think he might be back. Uh, if he even makes it by then, he's got a back issue, you know, and he hadn't played basketball in God knows however many days now. So um, they're, they're, they're just, I, to me, they're, they're not a factor. There's too much has to go right. I wouldn't even worry about that. I agree. I, I agree. I, I think it, it, I, it, in every case with Kyrie, you no, know, but there, I, the, I'm going to say one, Bob, I'm going to say one name that can cha- Kevin Durant. If Kevin Durant can change a game by himself, he can. Well, yeah, look at he's he's a great player. Maybe you could say the best player in the NBA right now. I mean, not, I don't want to get into that conversation, but but he has had health issues. He always has them. Always, he's always so has. Good. I'm glad you brought him up, though, John, because I love talking about him. Uh, I just hope that enough people who profess to love basketball understand how good he really is. Yeah. He really is something. And the fact that he his recoup- his powers of recuperation are amazing. I mean, he did come back from Achilles faster than any known human being on earth. And he steps in after missing all those games. And, and his first two games, he goes for uh, 29 and 37 and makes it look easy like nothing ever came in between. He, he always makes it look easy. Uh, he's a, he, he's such an incredibly intuitive and, and graceful player. So anyway, no, he's a force, but I don't know if it's enough for, for, from based on what we even saw on Sunday in Boston for him for them to get by a a, a healthy a healthy or a full. Because once again, I always said I don't know if Milwaukee's going to be healthy with Brooks with Brook Lopez. <laughs> this leaves Miami, who by the way just got fortified. Yeah, Oladipo, Cavalry, Victor Oladipo showed yeah. up, yeah. and he had a good game right off the bat. Not bad. 11 points in 15 minutes, I think, was the, was the yeah, final he, numbers. Yeah, effective. So I, there's, if you, you know, every reason, there's a lot of reason to, to say, hey, they're the favorite. You could say that. Well, Miami looks like they're the deepest team, don't they? I mean, they they have oh, lots of players in lots of positions. They've got, look at their uh, point balance. Their point balance is, is, is exemplary. I think nine, eight, eight guys between nine and 17 points or something like that, you know. Now, they've been playing lately without Lowry. We don't know what this personal uh, home issue is that's keeping Lowry out, but they've been stumbling about a, a, a bit lately without him. Assume, presume, uh, you know, we assume he'll be, he'll be ready to go in the playoffs. But this, you gotta, if you're a Miami fan, you got to be feeling pretty good about your chances, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. You think Harden and Embiid can play together? In the yes. uh, even for the in the short term, first four games indicate that they can. Yeah, yep. uh, Harden, you know, he's such a strange thing, guy. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hated watching him when he was in that pound the ball 18 to 20 seconds phase, and then he gets to Brooklyn last year and he really reinvented himself and fooled a lot of people, including myself, with his willingness to give the ball up, say, at the 12 second mark instead of the 18 second mark. And he brought up those assists, and uh, and his first the, the early returns on, on the Harden, uh, and be partnership are pretty good. And not only is MB flourishing, but Tyrese Maxey is as well. Right, right. And uh, so I have to say the early returns are very promising for them. Well, and they sit second in the East as we sit here and talk. And um, they are a team that a lot of people has liked for some period of time who has not been able to get over that hump. And the question now is with this current uh, cast, um, are they actually a championship caliber team? 
I don't think anybody would deny potentials there, Bob. No, I, I mean, there's, there's, there's certainly, if they get to the, at least get to the conference finals, no one should be surprised. I mean, Embiid is, you talk about a guy carrying teams, Embiid is, is, is emerged and is, is a phenomenal force. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so, but you can make, you know, I could stand here or sit here and, and make the devil's advocate argument for, you know, four or five teams in the, in, in the East and uh, based on if, you know, if they got all their weapons. And you can even start with Milwaukee, what they're doing without Lopez. Lopez was a really important part of the defense. And, and uh, you know, the, he, he was an integral part of that group. And uh, fortunately for them, Bobby Portis has, you know, helped make up mm-hmm. for it to some degree. And, uh, and so they're and, – and, you know, you just saw what Middleton did on Sunday, 44. And, and Anthony Tequambo, you know, you, you, we've exhausted the superlatives on him a long time ago. When a team is on a, on a run, either positive or negative, it's really difficult, at least for me, I think, to, if you're playing well, if you're on a, a, a winning streak, hard to find holes, negatives. Yeah. And the, the converse is true um, when you're going in the other direction. What is it about the Boston Celtics that has emerged as a po- such a big positive that has essentially turned their season around? They have defensive statistics and metrics that uh, basically say they've been as best defensive team in the league since Christmas about, but they still weren't having it show up with W's until beginning of February. A uh, couple of things have happened uh, in no particular order. Jason Tatum, who is an immensely talented six foot, 10 inch player uh, has calibrated his game to, to where um, he knows when to shoot and, 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 and when not to shoot and when to remember that there's four other guys and some of them can actually help him, uh, something he was not doing in November and December. Mm-hmm. And he is doing it now. He's, he's, he's just rationing out his talent perfectly. Um, hey, Marcus Smart, who uh, as recently as three or four weeks ago, I would have said, look, he's a lot of things and I'm, gonna, I'm a member of his fan club, but he's not a point guard. Let's stop mask- kidding people. He's not, he just isn't in him to be a true point guard. In this victory streak, he's been a point guard. Honest to God, he's had games where he's taken like eight shots. He stopped taking the, the stupid threes that he used to take, the stupid ones, not the good ones, the stupid ones. Um, he's acting as a point guard. His assist totals prove it, and the team funks, uh, the team success proves it. Suddenly, he's gotten the, the, the religion, if you will. Al Horford, we would have, I would have said in November, December, well, thanks, Al. It's been a nice career, but, you know, uh, it's over now. Al Horford is playing as, as he did four or five years ago. He's, he's, he's fitting in perfectly with this, re, this revival of the younger guys, as I mentioned. Jalen Brown has mm-hmm. been playing his game. And, um, and they have a force in the middle. And the issue with Robert Williams as we, uh, on the first couple of years of his career was availability. He was always hurt. It was one thing after the other. But he saw flashes. And we kept saying, oh, boy, if he could ever stay on the court. He's staying on the court lately, and he is a force. He's a he's a defensive menace. And not only is a shot blocking rim protector, he's got the foot speed and the agility to help with their, with their outside switching defense as well. Um, and 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 he's a, a really good uh, alley ooper uh, finisher and inside guy. Um, he, he's a perfectly acceptable center and on both ends of the floor. And, and that, that's a nightly force that they have. So and then one other thing, the, on trading deadline. Uh, Brad Stevens swept out the, the you know, you, you, uh, un, unuseful players. Dennis Schroeder, um, Romeo Langford, not Josh Richardson. He was useful, but and brought in one important piece of the puzzle, Derek White. Derek mm-hmm. White is a, is a uh, and physically and mentally and emotionally is a perfect six man type. Uh, and he's been a really big asset. But that's the, the big issue, I think, guys, assuming that they stay healthy, is they aren't that deep beyond that. Uh, they go. They're only playing eight, and the other two guys are, or maybe nine. They're playing uh, Grant Williams, who's who's a solid but not spectacular player, and they really don't have a quality point guard behind uh, uh, Smart in uh, Peyton Pritchard, and and they're not very deep uh, uh, they, uh, that way. And I, I, if they had one more player, that I'd really talk them up. Depth is an interesting question in basketball. You know, in, in, in hockey, Bob. If you talk to a general manager or a coach, they talk about you need nine defensemen and fifteen or sixteen forwards to go to the Stanley Cup final. What, what, what do you? How, how do you describe depth to get to a championship? What, get, what do you need? When you get to the, here's my theory. I mean, I was observing, and when you get to the playoffs, and and, and invariably coaches uh, who uh, get that pared down to a a, a a solid rotation of eight or maybe nine, 
and 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 then uh, that that's what they're doing night after night. Uh, what what helps is having as a guy off the bench a two position player of, of of reasonable consequence that that and 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 I or a flexible player. Let's sure. put it that way. I would, Derek White is going to serve that purpose for the Celtics. Okay, Williams does to a small extent because sometimes they he actually guards five men at six feet six at times because he's so strong and he's smart and he's willing and he can you can get away with it for a few minutes at a time you know i mean you can't have a steady diet of it but he's reasonably flexible too so but, but those type of players you know you you want that and also at least one guy who is a specialist in something either shooting or rebounding or or defense but you know and and that's what they don't have they don't have that professional shooter you know mm-hmm. type they don't have it. They just signed Nick Stauskas. Now he he, he was coming right. off good Canadian boy. Come on, now. he was coming off ninety some points in two games in the G League. Now we know <laughs> he's a shooter. Now he hasn't get been thrown in there yet. Uh, we'll see if 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 you know by chance he's the answer to the puzzle. You know, you know thank you very much, guys. But <laughs> we'll see. But um, but you need. But I do think that you want that that specialist kind of guy as well. You, to, to just to. to put it in context of last year's championship team, Milwaukee's not near as deep this year as they were last year. No, no, they're not. And, and no, they, you know, they're kind of uh, defense. And has gone and, and, and Lopez is out and Tucker. No, yeah, right. So absolutely. So it's different. They're far they're, they're, I like them, you know, playing very well, but you're right. How, can they withstand anymore? Uh, I don't know. No, they're all flawed. You know, yeah. they're all pretty good. I said, they're pretty good teams. You know, but not great teams. Yeah, I mean, I'm not from Missouri, but you, I, you know, I, I subscribe to the show me philosophy, and I've seen this Boston team and this nucleus, and you know, I've seen Smart and Tatum, and lots has been expected of them, and in many cases, many cases, and in many ways, they have performed over over the years, but not to the level you have to perform in order to be a championship team, and I just. I'm not yet convinced that this isn't just one of those hot streaks that many teams go through rather than something I'm, tangibly different. I'm with you. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm all Larry David on this. I'm curbing my enthusiasm. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to, but I'm encouraged. Now, here's what I said. Yeah. Beginning of February, I was on public record as saying, I'm tired of watching this team. Give me one good month and then let's maybe we'll have something to talk about. And by God, that's what they've done. They've given us that good month. <laughs> and, and, there's something to talk about, um, but but let's not get too far ahead of the game here about their because there's still vulnerability. But but um, they they have played really well, and and they they they, they will defend as a as a rule. And uh, and Tatum, he's 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 playing at a at a, a different level than he was, and and he's a he's a very very gifted young player. And he's by the way he just turned 24 last week. He's been you know this is the NBA modern NBA. He's a five year veteran. You know, and he's, he's twenty-four. Uh, I want to. We, 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 we'll focus a little more on the on the um, Western Conference a little bit later on, but we haven't touched on the Cleveland Cavaliers. No. Over the last twenty years, the story with the Cavaliers has been really simple. If LeBron's been there, they're good. <laughs> if LeBron isn't there, they're a disaster. Well, I think for the first time in two decades, the Cleveland Cavaliers a are good, and b have a future. And C, LeBron isn't a part of it. Um, but the consensus seems to be they're still a little young and probably aren't ready for the big time. Do you subscribe to that theory? Yeah, probably. Uh, but, you know, once again, injuries always are a factor. And they, they lost Sexton immediately. They lost Garland. They lost Jared Allen last night. Mm-hmm. And, and it could be for a, a pretty good period of time, apparently. And he was playing very well, much better than pe- people on the outside, you know, the, realize uh that was he was a major factor in, in their recent success so you know yeah um that that hurts that that takes them down a notch i think but they were playing very well uh and and you i think you're right they're they're relatively young and there there is a future there i feel you know, I, I do it for, for barely because i i like they just the fans deserve you know deserve it i think and i would I'm, i was glad to see that they were having success bob and i touched on it on the show yesterday because it was with toronto being in there on the weekend it was barnes versus mobley and of course that was a discussion point here uh, on draft day whether you take mobley or barnes and mm-hmm. both are pretty good they are but but boy oh boy that mobley he's i know he's a different style player but boy he's a really he good basketball 
I mean, I think he will be the rookie of the year. He gets my vote anyway. And, and uh, no, he he's he's good. No, there there's a lot to there's a lot to like there, and and uh, and and that's a good thing. You're right. It's, it's I'm happy for them. The other team, the other team, Cleveland doesn't get much notice, and the other team doesn't get much notice, probably for good reason. Is Atlanta? What is what what is what's going on there? Well, I'll have to stop and think about it. Uh, uh, you know, because they do have young. Um, they, they missed Collins for a while, right? Is he back even? I think. Um, yeah, they're, they're, I, I bet you can trace it to some the injury, but they, there's nights when they're potent. We've seen it, uh, and and young is is John Moran light. You know, he's like Triple A John Moran. Yeah, John Moran on nights. Um, um, and they had that good run last year. Yeah. Well, that's. And, I thought they were. They were. Well, they were a team on the rise. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. We're. They're. Uh, not a huge disappointment, but you have to put them in the disappointing category this year. I'll be. Honest, I'm not going to BS you guys. I can't analyze exactly what's mm-hmm. all the things that have gone wrong. I, I'm yeah. not going to do that. Well, they could be a non-playoff team, and um, so the chance of getting it together after the regular season ends may yeah. not be in, in play for them. They got they got to start winning now in order to secure their playoff spot, yeah. as Brooklyn does. Yeah. Um, hey, 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 Bob, do you like the play-in round? You like this whole system? I. I I'm, I'm trying to accommodate. No, I don't like it. I, I live with it. I had a, you know, we have to live with it, but I'm not, I'm not crazy about it. I don't, I don't know. Not really. And you, th- it's here to stay now, right? When this is not Very, a two year experiment. Yeah. I'm going to have to ex- acknowledge that that's the deal, but I'm not crazy about it. No. Well, I assume you hate the wild card in baseball. I, Different. I, I, I Different. Like to go back to just pennant races and the ALCS and LCS. Yeah. I, no, I, well, I'm, I'm getting used to that too. Uh, and uh, um, so I can say, uh, no, I, I, that, that doesn't bother me as much. No. Well, it just seems to me to be, I mean, you play 82 in the NBA, 162 in baseball, and then, okay, here you go. One game. And oh, the now- thing is, yeah, now, you're right. Now baseball, I, I, in a, in a best of all worlds, you know, baseball would restrict itself, but, and then the, and then the idea guys that one of the bones of contention uh, in the current uh, impasse is, is the difference of it. One group wants 12 playoff, playoff teams. The other one's 14. <laughs> I just put my hands over my ears when I hear that. I didn't want to discuss that, but that's, that's going to happen. Somebody's going to win in that battle. Uh, I want to get to the West, but I also want to talk a little bit about the Toronto Raptors. We haven't mentioned them. They're in the playoff picture right now. And of course, uh, Canada's team. We'll do that uh, when we come back. Bob Ryan is with us back after these messages. McCowan and Shannon and Bob Ryan of the Boston Globe is, uh, has joined us. We, we haven't mentioned the Toronto Raptors, and it's, it's an intriguing team from a whole bunch of perspectives, not the least of which is the makeup of this team from day one has been a whole bunch of guys who are 6'9", mm-hmm. uh, no, no traditional center, no traditional number two. <laughs> and when Van Vliet is out, as he has been, there isn't even a traditional point guard. Um, <laughs> and they hang around and they had that one, what eight game winning streak. Yeah. But this is a team that is Jekyll and Hyde one night. They look like, boy, they're going to be really tough to beat. And the next night they look like they can't beat anybody. Give me your assessment from afar from the, on the I wish Toronto I had Raptors. Done my homework in anticipation of being on with you guys. Cause I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I, I you're right. They have fallen off the basic radar screen uh, in this discussion in the, in the East uh, there, because there've been so many teams that had particular stories to tell uh, and uh, they don't. And, and, you know, they're, I, I don't know. I just know every once in a while Siakam goes off and, and I see that. And, uh, but uh, I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to plead ignorance guys. I'm honest to God. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't help you on the, on your team. Well, um, I think we, could, we all could have, you, a- could you, could you play wing? <laughs> Because every once this team seems to be banged up enough all the time. That's yeah, that's well, that's their biggest issue. Well, so many teams, you know. But you know, in, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure we could go back to the, the 1946-47 season and find and find injuries as a factor with somebody. But it just seemed that it it it's the the num- a topic, if not A, B, and C, was all the time. And in, in, in now in this league, and and uh, I mean, look, you know, look at the Lakers, you know, look at look at look at uh, and and with Anthony Davis and and on, on. I don't know. So I'm so, all I can say is this, guys. Uh, no one in the earth knew who Nick Nurse was when he got the job, but they ought to know now. Oh, I think so. Well, he's got a ring. Yeah, um, it's he, usually, you get one of those. You're you're pretty much. Known. It was followed by Eric Spolstra too. 
in terms of the fact that people had no idea who he was when Pat Riley anointed him. And, and he's going to the Hall of Fame. And, and here's Nick with a ring and, and keeping his team afloat and, uh, as he has. And, you know, and I'm just saying that. So I got to give him some credit. Do you, do you subscribe to big man basketball still? I, mean, I want, I, I, pre, I like to think that the, somebody's going to come along and, and, and uh, you know, and just show people that there's still plenty of merit in, in those, all those twos that you get, you know, from a big man. Uh, there's guys that can go inside and out right now. You know, Embiid can post your ass up. Carl mm-hmm. uh, Anthony Towns can do it. Jokic can, he can do anything, you know, but he can do it. Um, the, but the old complete, the plotting big man th- thing is, is a, you know, there used to be a raft of backup centers, you know. I used to call them, uh, what I used to call them, I, used to, I, had, I had a name for the, the big white, uh, you know, uh, big white centers, you know, there were the, the backup centers. The like Vladi Divac. Well, he was, and he was, yeah, okay. Well, he, no, he was, guys that weren't even anywhere near that good. Oh, like the Plumleys, for example. Sure. You know, pick okay. a Plumley, you know? They're like throwbacks, you know? But the modern big man is, is a much Tom Borwinkle. Player. How's Tom Borwinkle? Oh, Borwinkle, there you go. Now, Borwinkle was a passer, you know? Yeah. Borwinkle's great forte, other than rebound. He went to the 37 rebound game. You can look that one up. I know <laughs> that. <laughs> he could pass the My ball. God. He, they could run a high post offense with, with those forwards on the baseline, Love and Walker, and, and he could he could pass the ball. No, there was lots of them. Uh, they, oh, all right, we got one. I got ready. We had a classic, Greg Kite. Greg Kite. And he had like a 10-year career. There's no Greg Kites around. They're going to have 10-year careers today. You know, that's obsolete. So, no. Uh, but I'd love to see it come back. All I want, guys, is balance. You know, I, I hate the three because of what uh, because of the emphasis on it, you know? Right. And I saw one just the other day, I forget, a classic, you know, some big man on a game I was watching, caught the ball. He was two feet from the basket. All he has to do is turn a little jump hook. No, he passes it right back out because they're all trained. You got to, if that guy's open in the corner, you got to give him the ball for that three. Yeah, oh, you know, to me, that's stupid. Um, one of the things that is, um, has intrigued me, and I don't know whether it's ac- I'm accurate or not, but certainly here, uh, in watching the Raptors play, it was only what three seasons ago that Kawhi Leonard was here, and the policy was instituted of giving Kawhi days off. And at blame for that, or as a justification for that, of course, was the injury that he had the year before and the concern that they didn't want him too much too soon. And I guess that worked out okay because the Toronto Raptors won a championship, and Kawhi was the pivotal factor in that. But we now fast forward a few years. The Toronto Raptors had a game this year, Mr. Ryan, in which the five there were five players that played 54 minutes each in a triple overtime game. Triple overtime in Atlanta, I think. Mm-hmm. 54 or 55 minutes yeah. each. Mm-hmm. Um, the Toronto Raptors may still have three or four of the five players who have played the most number of average minutes in a night that whole philosophy of rest um that became a big talking point just three or four years ago in the nba has that disappeared is that over now did that fail what's going on well that's an uh, an outside example i mean an outsized example i'm sure uh, uh, that that particular game uh, you referenced but for example, of course i say the answer is no because last night the warriors played no Curry, no Thompson, no Wiggins, no, of course, no Iguodala, and of course, no Draymond Green. But Curry and Thompson both sat out just because, mm. as far as I know. Uh, and they got. But they the- may be. I think they may be like they may be the, the 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 isolated case. They're the one team that has consistently done this over the last three or four years. Where I'm not so sure I see well, that that now, often with others. Harden was held out of a back to back the other day. Uh, I, here. Uh, Horford was held out of something here last, uh, last week. Uh, you know, he was held out of a, 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 a I think, a, a back-to-back. Um, it, it, you might, might, might have to, to, it's not disappeared, let's put it that way. I don't think it's disappeared, no. I, no, well, but it has. I can tell you it has. John, let me ask you, Shannon, because, you know, you yeah. follow the Raptors closely. Um, how, many, how many games off has anybody had for rest no, days for the zero. Raptors? None. None. Zero. None. And but but this is a team that has little or no depth, Bob. That's that's yeah, one uh, factor. 
I mean, you know, they when 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 the load management slogan began in Toronto with Kawhi, this is a team that you know had a, a full second group that could go on the on and and basically oh, yeah. win a game themselves. Yeah, they had enough depth to do it. That's, this team has no depth. Well, you got to play your your hand you're dealt, I guess, kind of thing. But you know, I'm as. The, the whole thing, you know, obviously for some the, the, us older folks uh, has always been a, a sticking point. You know, when you when you go back to you know, ye olden days and, and, you know, you can lead the league. What leads the league in minutes played now? Not even 40, right? I don't no. think. You don't have to average 40 to lead the league in minutes played anymore. You know, and I remember, you know, uh, in, the, in the 1969 finals, uh, Russell and Havlicek both played all 48 minutes, all seven games. Wow. And, and wow. you know, that – and I'll – I know that's 53 years ago. I understand that, but, but still that's the world I, I grew up in. <laughs> well, and the other thing is, is when, when you look at the warriors, um, where are they going in the standings between now and the playoffs? Yeah, that's no. it. That, that's, I was going to bring that up, John. They're, they're, they're not catching Phoenix. No, they're not worried if they're two, three, they're not, they're, no, no, they're, they're, their biggest concern obviously is getting healthy is getting Thompson is close back. To where he once was, as they can, of course. And but guess what? You know where they're going without Raymond Green? Home, eventually, yeah. sooner yeah. than they'd like. If they don't get him back, and I don't know what the deal with that back is. They're saying now. I read something this morning that uh, uh, Steve Kerr saying he's feeling better, but I don't know how much closer that brings him to playing basketball. They don't. They have to have him. Period. I mean, that you want to be in the top six. You don't want to have to play in the play-in round. And and how how important uh, how important in those first two rounds of playoffs is home court? I believe, and I, I've I've to me it's a, it's a given if you follow this league over the years, right? If you ask any coach, would you want home team or a completely healthy team? And I want the healthy team. I'll take my chance. I can win one game on the road in the series. So I got to yeah. win, win a series. Got to yeah. win one game in a row. You know, yeah. theoretically, right? So. Yeah. I can do that. We can do that. We won games. We won road games all year, didn't we? We we we, don't, we weren't all in forty one on the road. Damn it, you know. So no, it's um, it, it's clear. Health, 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 and then location. Now you want to play game seven at home? Yeah, there's an emotional factor there. I understand. I know I've I've gotten covered enough game sevens that I've seen them all happen. I've seen plenty of losses by the home team in game seven, but I've also seen other games that have ended and the other teams saying. Oh mm-hmm. boy! Next year we want that. We 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 want that home court next year, you know. And but that's after they've just lost, and you know. So. Well, demonstrative of that, um, I'm sure you can do this. But name the last seven game series where the home team won every game. Oh, I don't know. Was that the Toronto uh, Philly series? No, I don't know for sure. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have the answer to that. No, yeah. no, <laughs> um, no. It's it's hard. I, mean, I can I. You know, I mean, it's to your point, you got to win on the road at some point in, in almost every case. The first championship team I covered was the Celtics of 74. And the last five games in that series were won by the road, on the road. There you go. Either team. Uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Memphis, who reminds me a little bit of Cleveland in some ways, in, in that they're um, an emerging team. Um, Isn't John Morant the MVP? You know, this this is perhaps the most intriguing MVP discussion ever. Yeah. Because you were talking about uh, there's at least a half a dozen guys that that you could make an easy argument for, and 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 it's going to be it's going to be a lot of you know it's going to be a lot of disappointed people. Uh, he's a candidate, of course, he's a candidate. But so was Embiid, so was so was Jokic, so was DeRozan. Uh, you know, I'm running out. Of, there's, there's others, and. Um, but so, he plays in such a small market, he doesn't get any attention at all. Oh, he's getting a lot. That he's making himself known, though. Yeah. He's the best show in the league. He's the, yeah. he's the number one. He's the best show. He's the best show in the league. Um, he's, I, I, they're, they're, you know, they have a chance to have the best record in their history. Their, their, their record win total is 56. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, at one point, when they were 43 and, and, thir- and 20, I know they needed to go 13 and 9 to have their best record, tie their best record. I'd like to see them do it. I'd like to see, I like when small market, quote unquote, small market franchises do well. I, I really like it. And, and, um, I, I know, but, but anyway, they're, they're a team, you know, one of those, you don't want to, you know, you, you're not going to go whoopee. We're going to play whoever draws them in the playoffs. They're not going to be sending, you know, throwing a party. They're going to be, you know, you want to deal with him? You know, he's, He's he's really he's really something. 
Well, that, and, and the, you know, you bring up the MVP and like, if you take a look at who, who might be a candidate, there are a whole bunch of guys who have never been in this position before. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we've gone through a long period of time where, you know, the three of us and anybody else who follows basketball to any degree would say, okay, that's the usual suspects. Giannis. Giannis is, and Giannis should be considered. But yeah. I mentioned four others. And I know I'm forgetting somebody very obvious. And, and, and they're all legitimate arguments. Uh, and then again, when you get to MVP, you know, I have a problem with the word valuable, no matter what sport we're talking about. I think it should be a most outstanding player. And, and, yep. that, and, and let it rest it there because MVP, a lot, a lot depends on if he weren't there, where would they be? Well, if you happen to have a better substitute than the next guy has, you know, you can get by without player X mm-hmm. as opposed to player Y. And the player is supposed to be a player, not a general manager, you know. So, I mean, to me, I've always hated that argument. I detest the word valuable. I wish they had never used it in any sport. Baseball started doing it in 1931 when they instituted the current MVP award. Um, but um, anyway, it, it's going to be, oh, boy, when that – day rolls around it's going to be fun to, to hear all the crying and all the all the runners up because <laughs> they're going well, to be some high quality runners up That's i think we, we all agree with your assessment on mvp um <laughs> because as we all know it's <laughs> almost impossible to become an mvp in any sport if you play for a team that doesn't have success at some level like if you're not a playoff team in the nba yeah. Yeah. Are you are you likely to be be an MVP? No, no, not 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 in this competition. I mean, I remember you know in baseball, it, there there have been a few times uh, that a team you know, well, because Andre Dawson comes to mind at '87, the Cubs. I think he actually finished last in the division, and there there have been a, a, a sprinkling of people in baseball that have overcome that. But but in the other sports, I doubt very much that you've had anybody come from a non not only a non winning team but not non successful. But it, it, would you have voted for? Uh... Uh, would sports writers vote for MVPs in basketball? Um, How do they vote? Oh yeah, the okay. official board is a writer. I, I've you know I don't vote any longer, but I voted for you know right. forty years. Or- yeah, so I voted for ten years in the NHL for for the trophies, and uh, and for the Hart Trophy, which is the MVP of the National Hockey League. Right. If the guy wasn't in the playoffs, he did. I, I couldn't. No I couldn't chance. vote. For, I couldn't vote yeah. for him. Every voter brings his or her set of criteria and uh, feel and understanding, and, uh, and we all have to respect that. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, <laughs> one of the great um, examples in, ba- of, in all sports of a player that was so obviously transcendent, despite his and, and 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 it was actually the cause was aided by the incompetence of his teammates. That would be Steve Carlton in 1972, winning the Cy Young, going 27 and 10 with a team that won, I believe, 50 some games. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> yeah. that if ever a player, you say, well, where would they be without them? They would be further last. But if that isn't doesn't transcend your your incompetent teammates to make you a, you know, he deserved that acclamation. This whatever word you wanted to put on it, a valuable posing. That was an, to me, that was an easy one. Could you imagine a pitcher in this modern day having 37 uh, decisions? No, I mean, you know, we, no, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, we can, oh boy, how long would we be bogged down if we got, if we got into that discussion? Jim? All right. Well, well, the, hey, let's visit it in June. I'll do it. We might be have, if we don't have any actual baseball to talk about, we might as well talk about that. <laughs> Bring back Denny McLean. I still, oh. I think he can still win 31. Yeah. Uh, and let's he see would lose he sixty. Maybe Oregon in between innings too. <laughs> hey, I, before uh, we, before, I got, before we, I got one more. I got, okay. I got, I got somewhere else to go here. Um, because uh, I, I don't want this conversation to end without discussing. I, I kind of held this to last because this is the. I think this is the most interesting discussion we're going to have. Maybe not, but <laughs> two years ago, there were a lot of people opining about the the two LA teams and oh. which one was better oh. and which one was going to win the championship more often <laughs> two years ago mm-hmm. uh lebron with the lakers Kawhi, etc with the clippers paul george uh, yeah well this was a, a legitimate topic of conversation they are now uh, well, one of them is below 500, and the two, you know, I, I, the Lakers may not make the playoffs at all. In fact, I'm not even sure. I don't think they will. Uh, they're, 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 no, they're going to be in the play. Uh, they'll be in the play. Well, you can say that. Take a look at the standings. <laughs> I don't think anything is guaranteed. Well, New Orleans is creeping up on. <laughs> well, 
What do you make of this, Ryan, as a, as a general thought? Uh, well, the Clippers had a small window and it's shut. And, and uh, they, you know, it's not happening. When Doc was there, I thought that, that year, I know that, that year, I thought they were going to be pretty good. Uh, but that didn't happen. And the Lakers, before the season, when we looked at the roster composition of this particular Laker team, and, and it was the AARP All-Stars for the most part. And, and it, it was a ridiculous uh, assumption I don't know what they said, whether, whether they thought, well, we got all these old guys and we know some of them are going to get hurt, but we got enough of them, but we're going to have enough and quality, you know, enough depth to overcome it. Uh, and of course, it hasn't worked out that way. And of course, the, uh, the Anthony Davis uh, career saga continues. Uh, of, 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 it's only a matter of time before he gets hurt again. And, uh, and you know, it's, <laughs> they, 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 it, it's an atrocious roster uh, 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 composition this year. And, and Rob Palenka, or general manager uh, Davis, uh, excuse me, general manager James and his assistant Palinka. Yeah. You know, let's face it, we know that LeBron had the approval for all this, and and uh, it hasn't it isn't working out. The other guys, um, you know, Kawhi got hurt. Kawhi's, Kawhi's not been and and I, I can't even name half the any, the, the guys anymore. They've had a major a major turnover, you know, and and it's not going to. So yeah, it, it is amazing how the mighty have fallen. Except that in the Clippers case, they never ascended. You know, but they were on the verge, you know, of really making themselves known in that city. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's- well, and, and two franchises <laughs> are going to have a hard time, I think, in recovering from this. Yeah. Like, they're not going to be able to rebuild. Either, either neither one is going to be able to rebuild quickly. The only reason I, I hold out, I won't say never for the Lakers, is, is the free agent factor. Will, will not L.A. always be a, a, a desirable destination? Or is that a fallacy? Is that a... Is that a uh, 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 you know, is that a, uh, has that been proven disproven? Well, t- as time passes, I think less and less so because, you know, we are all of, a, of an age where we remember the, the LA Lakers of the eighties no dynasty teams. And, and, you know, I mean, yes, people are aware of what the weather is, but look, the Dodgers have been great for 10 years. I've won a lot of championships, but they've been great for 10 years. We're getting to the point where it's been a long time since the Lakers have really been a factor. They did stack. They sneaked that bubble championship in. Yeah. And they sneaked that one in. And, and but right now, I mean, that, that, that seems like way in the, in the past. It can't hard to imagine it ever happened. Then of course you got the situation with the Westbrook thing, which <laughs> it's not exactly working out the way anyone thought. And by the way, what's going on in his life is just, it's despicable. This, this mm-hmm. uh, nonsense, this trolling, uh, on his family is just horrendous story, but uh, the Twitter world. But uh, anyway, uh, that- I'll tell you what, I, the, the, for the first time in his career, I actually felt sorry for him last night after the press conference he gave. No, you, you, I, I felt bad. A little compassion. I mean, you know, he's, he's, he was never an evil person. I mean, he was just, you know, he, he was, he had an attitude and played his game the way he played his game, but, but I never viewed him as a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, but uh, uh, no, this is awful. Anyway, Bob's uh, supposition absolutely true it, it, it it's it's they're nowhere near it's 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 un, unimaginable now they're they're both neither one's close to a championship or anything like it well i, I tell you what I, it brings me bob talked about free agents going there is having lebron an asset to having free agents you know that's a very interesting thing you um you you i i i've seen suddenly people are raising a question about do you want to play for him? i don't know why you wouldn't want to play with them he's still he's still the, a premier passer you know, he, he, if you get open, you, know, you, you can count on LeBron, I think. I, but I don't know what night in and night out, day in, day out presence he is. I don't know what the effect of having that overwhelming personality and that and, and his cachet. I have no idea what it's like. So maybe maybe he isn't the most desirable guy to play with. I don't know. Well, he's a <laughs> diminishing, if not diminished asset. Well, he's, he's going to. He, he, he threw in 56 the other night. He's, he's, he's going to stay and play in order to be the, the highest scoring player in the history of the game. He's going to stay that long because he, and he can physically, he can, right? Yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's having a, a, a excellent individual statistical yeah. year. There's no question about it. Hey, hey, Bob, uh, uh, HBO's got uh, 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 the Jerry Buss show. Uh, did you watch <laughs> it the other night? <clears throat> no, but I show pick up on it because obviously having lived through it, you know, 3000 miles away as, as the party of the second part, as it will, yeah. of Celtics being the, you know, the, the, the other part of the story. Um, of course, I'm curious. I just want to see these actors. I want to see the guy playing the uh, magic Johnson. I want to see the guy playing. I was reading up on the guy, 
playing Kareem. He's a six foot eight guy who actually has a hook shot, you know, uh, supposedly. It's fascinating. You know, Michael, I mean, Michael Chiklis is Red Auerbach. That's <laughs> guys, I remember I had no idea who Jerry Buss was. I'd never heard of him. In the 1979 finals, Seattle and, and the uh, uh, Bullets. And I remember being in L.A. with my friends to the L.A. writers. And they were telling us about this guy that just bought the team from Jack Kent Cook, this real estate guy. Dr. Jerry Buss. It's a doctor of chemistry, yeah. <laughs> PhD. And, you know, and, and it's going to be interesting, you know, but they, no one had any, and there were any idea of the, the, the impact, you know, that, that would, that, that all was going to, you know, he would, he would have, he was a great owner because at their prime, they had the perfect chain of, of, of command. The owner owned the GM GM and the coach coached, and there was no confusion anywhere about that. And, 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 and he let them do their job. Jerry West and Wiley do their job early in the first episode. I will tell you right now, it does not paint Jerry West in a very good light. No kidding. No, you got to watch that. Oh, uh, wow. Fascinating. You'll, 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 you, oh, I, I, I was, I was hoping to have you on. I hope you had seen it. So yeah, the next I, time we I have got it, on. well, that's, that's, that's a, uh, thank you for reminding me, but I, I did read up on it a little bit this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the hook now. Now you're committed to watching. I think, right. well, I think we all are. I mean, well, any fa- anybody who fantastic. lived through it. It was fantastic. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, no mention, no mention that, that when Bus bought the forum and the basketball team, he was given the hockey team <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Guys, it was an incredible decade to cover the team. Anybody who lived through it and in, 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 in writing fraternity will tell you it's our favorite period of time. If you turn the clock back to January 1st, 1980 till January 31st, 1989, and, and I, I could relive it professionally every second. I yeah. would do it in a heartbeat. Eight finals in LA for this Eastern guy. Looking, you know, we 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 just planned our social calendar. We knew we we're going to be in LA in the spring, you know. Oh God! But the basketball was still. It was trans. It was wonderful. Um, wow! Well, great, bountiful time. Two of the greatest teams of all time, and uh, they just kept going head to head virtually and, every year. And saved the NBA. Yeah. And saved the NBA. Yeah, it's effectively what happened. Mr. Ryan, we're going to let you go. We, you know, we always love spending time with you. We thank you for yours as always. Even talk about the Red Sox. We'll get to uh, well when there's baseball. We'll talk yeah, about that, it. Let's t- we'll table that, guys. Yeah. Thank you with you as well as always. Thanks. Thank you, Bob. Bob Ryan of the Boston Globe. We'll come back and wrap it after these messages. Thanks as always to uh, Bob Ryan for uh, joining did, us. Did you see his face, Bob, when we started talking about Jerry Buss and the Lakers? Oh, no, you got to lit up like a candle. Oh, boy. And I'll tell you what, I, I, I don't recommend TV shows very often, but if you're a basketball junkie like uh, the three of us are, uh, particularly at that time in, in the history of the NBA, it, it's a – and, and I, you know, I was lucky enough. I met Dr. Buss a couple of times. Um, it, it, it's a fun listen. It's a fun watch on HBO, and I guess it's on Crave in Canada. So, Well – uh, you know that I lived in Las Vegas. Sure. When that um, 80s run took place, I spent most of the decade. Well, by uh, the way, so did Jack Ken Cook, too. <laughs> but um, at that time, Las Vegas was like an LA suburb. Sure. All we, the cable TV and the, the whole thing, all, right? All the, we got all the games on TV, all the yeah. games on radio. Yeah. Um, and if you didn't like the Lakers, well, you didn't like basketball, right? That was the team you rooted for. And so, uh, Jerry Buss was, I don't want to say he was the first kind of celebrity type owner, like who got real high profile. I mean, Steinbrenner in the seventies got a, a whole bunch of attention. He kind of set the bar, I suppose. Different, different. It's sure. It was different, but J- Jerry Buss was kind of like Hugh Hefner, the Hugh Hefner of basketball with Not- the form. <laughs> With the not for- like he, he was he and with, Hefner were buddies well but with the forum and sure. and the girls the, the girls around the arena and the yeah. restaurant in the arena where you had to you know be an invited guest and forum club was, yeah it, yeah i mean it was extraordinary and um uh i haven't seen episode one i've seen the promos for it oh but, uh i i i actually watched it twice in about three hours i you want to tell the uh, where, where can i get it uh i think it's on crave in canada Oh, it it's is HBO. Yeah, I think it's on Craven Canada, HBO uh, in the United States. It's it, it's uh, I've been looking forward to it for, since I saw the promos about a month and a half ago. It's it's a fun list, a fun watch. Oh, no, I've been waiting for it to get yeah, here. Yeah. So, hey, um, by the way, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. 
Aaron Rodgers. Gets, Four years, two hundred million. Yeah, and with one hundred and fifty million dollars guaranteed in a, in a non guaranteed league. Uh, here's a really interesting thing that no one will will understand, including me, and that is as a result of this deal. Yeah. Um, Green Bay salary cap goes down. Right. They're more. They're un, They're 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 now under the cap because he's an existing player. I, I just said, John. Yeah, I don't know. Don't yeah. ask me well, to explain it. So let me ask you this. I, this is the first thing I thought of. I thought one one other guy said, Aaron Rodgers got $150 million guaranteed for four years. Why am I retiring? Uh, Tom Brady. That's the first thing I thought of. That's the first thing I thought of. Well, and for people that aren't aware, he has kind of left the door open to coming back. Well, now if you're the 49ers and you're not getting Aaron Rodgers and you're, 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 you've parted ways in theory uh, with the Garofalo. Well, wouldn't that be interesting, too, that the guy who was the understudy to Brady in New England who wanted to play got the opportunity because he got, he got moved to San Francisco, now gets moved out essentially because of Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. I don't know. I'm just, that, that's a conspiracy theory, that one. <laughs> well, and I guess the issue is... Um, which teams actually have the ability to give Tom Brady, like even if it's not 50 million, if it's, you know, 40 million a year, Tom's not taking up, taking less than Aaron Rodgers. Well, maybe not except Tom Brady for many years. It has been alleged took sizably less than his market value. Yeah. But that was, a, that was New England and that to win was, and to win. That's right. So I, I could, I, you know, he's a, he's a you know, Brady's a Northern California kid. You know, oh, I, I know. I, I, I can, to me, that's the first thing I thought of is, okay, Brady's coming back. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, um, if Tom Brady announced he's coming back and was available, uh, I, I hope my team goes after him. And the other days, watch, watch for the Denver Broncos. That's the yeah, other I team. Know. Watch no. for the Denver Broncos. Well, the Denver Broncos were supposed to be the, the, the alternative for Rodgers, too. Yeah, but now that John Elway is not directly involved, he's a consultant, but not directly involved anymore. So, well, we shall see. Maybe John uh, Elway can come back. <laughs> oh, I remember the drive. You don't have to remind a Cleveland oh, Browns yeah. fan who John okay. Elway is. Ernest Biner online too. Stop. Uh, we got to go. We'll uh, see you again tomorrow. Thanks for watching or listening. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.